0: Hey, what's up? Oh, no. I wanted to say gadget smart, but I know that's not what we're doing right now. Okay, let me start over. Let's try to do this again. Hey, what's up, Digital Bounds podcast listeners? Welcome back to the podcast where we talk about technology, uh, Apple, and we have Tim Cook in the Zencaster right now. Can you say, hello, Mr. Cook? Hello, Mr. Cook. <laughs> I'm over here <laughs> cooking some new products. <laughs> oh, clever. Uh, so, as always, we have Sunny Singh. It's at SunnySing.io on Twitter. He as as he always does, uh, puts a clever name in our Zencaster. So I like the comic relief. <laughs> <laughs> so as you can expect, uh, we're talking about Apple since Tim Cook is here. They had their big event yesterday, right? yesterday at 10 I think it was 10 a.m Pacific Standard Time. They announced a lot of stuff. So, I'm going to do a little rundown before we kind of get started, Sonny. Isn't that cool? Right. Yep. Okay. So, we start out, they talk about their junk and whatever they like want to plug. And then we talk about the Apple Watch Series 3. Then we talk about the iPhone, right? Correct? I don't
1: remember. I saw like just a recap video. Okay.
0: Oh, one of I don't the think it matters. Videos.
1: They might have talked Apple
0: TV about the Apple TV oh, yes. before the iPhone. Oh, yes. There we go. I, I came. Completely forget about the Apple TV because it's unimportant. So Apple Watch Series Three, Apple TV 4K. Let me let me preface that expensive Apple TV 4K <laughs> version, uh, iPhone eight and eight plus huge disappointment there, and then the iPhone X, I mean ten. <laughs> There's so much
1: to talk about the iPhone 10 or X or whatever.
0: Yeah, so let's talk about the watch real quick. Uh, Honestly, the only thing that anybody needs to know about this watch is it has LTE. Your thoughts? Anything you want to add? It's Personally, I don't think, especially now, I don't think it's anything that's
1: needed. Like, I still think everything should just tether to the phone. Um, I just love how, like, the Pebble watch was just, you know... It connects to your phone and just uh, mirrors notifications on the watch. Um, but it is nice; like it's kind of like that future of you don't even have to bring your phone anymore. You can just have your watch and you can make phone calls, or I guess listen to music, or like you can go on like a fitness run and you know not have to bring your phone. So I can see the the huge benefit there. Can I can I back up for a second?
0: Yeah. What's a fitness run? The fitness run. <laughs> yeah.
1: I guess when when you go running. I
0: don't <laughs> okay. know what <laughs> I meant by that. I thought it was funny. Yeah, so I kind of agree. I feel like LTE on the the watches are a little bit of overkill. I know Kyle, our uh, good friend and uh, business partner, uh, says he really likes the idea because he can just take the watch with him and leave leave the phone when he's on those fitness runs. And I kind of sort of get it, but at the same time I'm like, like I feel like just taking your phone with you isn't that big of a deal. Yeah, but the watch starts at what three twenty nine. No, nah, I don't know. It's overpriced.
1: <laughs> it is, but I don't think it's it's that bad. Like I think compared it's to like bad. what was it the was it the Garmin or was it some someone else? Um, Remember that that watch it? was like five hundred dollars. It was Casio. The yeah, Casio, Casio watch was like five or six hundred dollars. Like uh, at least true. the Apple one is not is not that bad.
0: And that's very true. So. The Apple Watch is going to continue sell. The LTE version will be the most expensive. The Series 2 will drop in price, and the Series 1 maybe get phased out. I'm not sure about that, but that's, that's the Apple Watch. Um, the Apple TV 4K version, really the big part of this is if you've bought any like HD movies through iTunes, they're going to upgrade those movies to 4K versions.
1: Yeah, I like that they're making it the same price as HD movies oh yes
0: sorry so hd and 4k are the same price which is kind of insane like i didn't expect that to happen uh to continue where I left
1: off i was talking about like i think since we're moving towards 4k like assumingly we're not gonna have hd like hd right now like you don't really consider uh you don't really care for 720 right now right so hd is like the standard 4k is gonna be the new standard so so with that like i i don't actually i don't even know where i was going with
0: this (laughs) i'll try to do it so i think what you're trying to say is hd currently is the standard and the new standard is going to be 4k i think hd is going to become like the sd version no longer sd we won't i guess yeah i think
1: i was um yeah because i forgot so i think i was just relating that to the price i guess for now that's okay but it's it you know, if, if let's say right now HD was absolute standard, everyone was on HD, like people laugh at 720, 720p right now, so uh, it, it, it's really funny having like a specific Apple TV named like the Apple TV 4K and having that be a higher priced model. It should It should just be the Apple TV that just by default supports 4K. That's what I think.
0: Yeah, and for, what is it, $169, the, the Apple TV 4K version just seems completely overpriced considering um, the Chromecast uh, 4K is only $50. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I think I retweeted a tweet. It was like, the Apple Premium can be justified anywhere else, but in this case, you just cannot justify it. And they were like, Roku 4K was like $90, and then like, um, the Amazon TV was like hundred and twenty, and then then the Apple TV was like hundred and seventy, and it was still like that. Just it seems excessive in this scenario.
1: Yeah, which I guess we're still not there yet. Uh, I guess technology wise,
0: or or maybe they're just trying to make a quick buck here. Maybe or maybe they're. I think the Apple TV also like doubles as a smart hub, like the HomeKit hub. The. The 4K version, or all? I think all of them. Okay. So maybe there's something in there that they like, like that's bumping the price up. Maybe. I'm not that's the only thing I can think of is like the reason. Well, that if it's on both, the price why would
1: they? Well, why would that bump up the price?
0: Well, now they have like better processors and stuff, so it bumped up the price even further. Like the Apple TV is only. It never been it's never been cheap. It's a hundred dollars mm-hmm. at the cheapest. and I was like one of the first generations. Yes, I guess there's just
1: something there with having better processors and supporting all the home kit stuff.
0: Yeah, so that's possibly a problem that they're they're gonna face because I don't know if they're committed to Apple TV like they are. Uh, the other little piece of Apple TV news was the Apple TV is gonna get like live news and some sports and stuff, so you'd be able to watch like your news on your TV on your apple tv which was kind of cool
1: yeah i feel like they kind of announced all this stuff already at um what was it the, 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 dub the, dub. the, the event before this i don't remember what dub it was WWDC.
0: Dub. Dub, dub yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> um so let's talk about the iphone 8 personally i think the iphone 8 is just the iphone 7 and or 7s like it's just an iteration with a glass yeah. back um, a few software upgrades and I think the camera is a little bit improved, but I think that's all software related. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure we're on the same page in terms of like the
1: opinion here, but I don't think they should have released the iPhone 8 and 8 Plus at all. Um, the iPhone 10 should have been the iPhone 8 and then they could have created an uh, iPhone 8 Plus that's like essentially the design of the iPhone X should be the default design of the iphone 8 i don't understand why they why they still releasing essentially last year's model was just updated specs that doesn't make sense
0: yeah when they announced it i like i I was live tweeting it so i was kind of like there's no way that all this news was misdirection there this is just apple appeasing their investors making sure their stock price stays like level and they don't go like touch id like is gone and, and the world is coming to an end. So I think they they just kind of did this because they already had this phone in, in their pipeline sort of thing. Because Samsung and LG all kind of got onto the the less like uh, display train over the course of like the past year and a half. So I feel like Apple like rushed their iPhone 10 to have all the those like included features because everything. From the iPhone eight, feels like everything, all that stuff would have been on the iPhone eight that the iPhone ten has, if there wasn't that race for that bezel-less design. Yeah, I think Apple's definitely caught off guard
1: with that, and it's. I mean, I guess they they always um, do it at the same time though, right? This Apple event, the iPhone event. Yeah, it's like literally the same like week every year. I guess they wanted it at the was this tenth iPhone anniversary. Yes, that's Which, why it's the iPhone 10. Yeah, then that kind of makes sense, I guess. But regardless, I still think... Uh, I, I just don't know. Because like, yes, they were rushed to it, but that doesn't give them an excuse not to have the iPhone 10 as just the default iPhone.
0: No, it's not an excuse, but it's an explanation for this. because It is an explanation, yeah. The iPhone 10, if you haven't seen it, the iPhone 10 is like the central phone. It has that small cutout on the top, but the cutout is more of a notch. It's, it's more of like someone took a bite out of the top of the phone, and that that includes the camera array for your face ID and your um, 3D mapping for your Animojis. So that, have like, uh, that has infrared sensors, a floodlight illuminator, or it's a flood illuminator to, to project pixels onto your face and properly 3D map your face in the dark. Um, there's also regular camera and another camera to help map all of that and then there's like a uh, proximity sensors and I think something else in there and That's all in there to use face ID And it is a lot of technology crammed into that little notch and it's the first technology like that, that uh, Flood is the first time you've ever seen it in a phone. So Apple is pushing the cusp of um, of like innovation and, and the cell phone industry with their their iPhone 10 but, like, I feel like it would have just been a nor- Like, if they just put a normal bezel up top, no one would have cared. Like, it would have still looked good.
1: Yeah, I mean, are you just saying to, like, re- to reduce the price?
0: I don't even... Honestly, the price is a little, like, eh. Like, I think the price increase is justified because of that OLED screen. That OLED screen is expensive. OLED is not a cheap technology and they did a lot of software optimization to make sure that oled wasn't that black wasn't as as like nauseating and then those um those brights didn't pop as much they optimized the oled screen for the iphone camera that's all they did there so i think the price is sort of justified with that large screen right i'm not i guess i'm
1: not really like i understand that the price is justified it's the, the, my problem is just the fact that it should be the default iPhone. They should never have released a, the iPhone 8 a, as it is right now, um, just because, like, the design, like I said. And then I feel like a lot of people are going to get confused also because, like, there's two different models. And then especially with this being the iPhone 10, really, it should be the iPhone Pro, honestly. Um, kind of like how they have the MacBook Pro. No, no. I uh-huh. don't think so.
0: No, because what Pro feature is there? to like justify that like, like i don't the know like note, iphone the, next or something like that or possibly like everyone that's saying like this is the pro version of the iphone is just they're they're so far like up up apple's like ass like essentially that they think that this is the pro version this iphone 10 doesn't have any pro features there are no pro features in it yes it's got a big screen but it's all the same consumer features that you find in the the iphone 8 the only thing that they did was up the price. So, yes, it's a pro-level phone-like price. But the Note 8 has the S Pen. That's a pro feature. People use it mm-hmm. to sign. Um, like if you have a food truck, they have people sign with that pen. If you, if you run a business, you want to take notes, that's a pro feature there. The, the iPhone doesn't have any pro features there. It's just a consumer-level device. Yes, the iPad Pro has a lot of pro features. The iPad Pro is a pro device because of that. The MacBook Air is not a Pro device, so that's why I don't know where they're going to go next year. Because, well, what
1: about what about this though? Like, a lot of the, the we had the MacBook Air, and that was kind of uh, deprecated in favor of the MacBook. So a lot of like the features or the design uh, of the MacBook Pro was kind of ported down to create the MacBook, and that replaced the, the MacBook Air. So, in, in a way, I think it could be considered the Pro model. I suppose, but, like, what... what wh- I mean, really, all I care about is the fact that, like, I think the iPhone X, just design-wise, uh, should have been the iPhone 8. I don't understand why they...
0: Like, they should have just released an iPhone 7S. No, they should have. As a company that, that has been at the forefront of innovation and... and telling consumers more or less like you're going to do what we say my way the highway is the apple way they should have said hey guys um no touch id get out of here if you you want it you have older phones uh face id is a new thing this is a new phone good luck they did it with the macbook pro no they yeah, were like C. good luck
1: so you're saying the iphone 10 should have been the only phone
0: it should have been the only phone yeah they yeah
1: I, I agree with you i'm just saying that um if they if, if they decided not to do that they should have just released an iphone 7s because it is just iterative and then had the iphone 10 as the, the iphone 8
0: yes or something along those lines but yes i don't know why they, they called it the iphone 10 like i feel like they could have yeah, did the know. 7s and and did that for this year just said oh hey this is this is an update just to. And, and apple needed to be clear like this is an update for the consumers that are like we just want to stick with this phone at the moment yeah. and, and that's where like and make sure this is refined before we jump to the next platform
1: yeah and like we were talking with kyle about this in terms of like are, are people mostly going to buy the iphone 8 or the iphone 10 and like you know we think that the iphone 8 is what most people will buy because that's one, that's what most people will be able to afford. I understand that the iPhone is like a status symbol. A lot of people want the ten just because how it looks and it's like the iPhone ten. A lot of people will say it's the iPhone X, which sounds cool. Um, and it's like, oh, I have this $1,000 iPhone, but a lot of people will just wanna, you know, if they have the seven, they'll just probably keep the seventh out of the six. They'll just like upgrade to the eight because it's the most similar to their current phone. And a lot of people just don't really care like, they won't really care too much about the time and be like, oh, it's a $1,000, no thanks, I'll just get the
0: 8 because it's cheaper. Or that, that's, that's what I think. Yeah, yes, I'm, I'm a little bit split here because Kyle's argument is everyone wants his best status symbol and they're willing to lease the phone at $50 a month. And, and $50 a month, when broken down, isn't that much for some people, but it's still a lot of money for a lot of people. So the iPhone eight comes to what like twenty eight dollars a month, spending an extra like twenty dollars there, is, is a lot of money for people. But at the same time, I feel like everyone's gonna go, ooh, the iPhone ten like oh, that's the best you can have like, like the iPhone eight already feels outdated like, why are you gonna buy a phone that's last year's technology, last year's update, and not spend that extra money and get a phone that's going to last you a couple of years because because the Outline did a good article where they, they went into an Apple store in Soho and they saw a lot of people were like, Oh, I have this iPhone 4, my phone's crapping out, the battery's not working, I'm going to upgrade my phone. They keep a lot of people keep their phone for three years, four years.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I, I still think. It's kind of underestimating the price because yes, fifty dollars, but that's just for the phone alone. Like then tack on like fifty dollars, at least fifty dollars for the actual um cell plan, and it's like $100 well, a hundred bucks. Well, that's
0: what an actual cell plan is from T-Mobile. One line is seventy dollars, and I think that's one of the cheapest versions you can get. So seventy plus what fifty is what, okay, yeah seventy if it's not hundred and twenty plus plan. taxes. Uh hundred and forty dollars a month for one one cell phone and one cell carrier yeah which for like the average person making around
1: say 40 uh 40k a year like i just i don't see that's that outside much. of their budget yeah
0: yeah exactly um and i think that's where kyle gets a little distorted uh, view is we're we're around a lot of people that that use macbooks they they buy the most expensive laptops because they're on their laptop all day they have the most expensive iphone because they're on their macbook all day and they're like well it works together and and yes it's more expensive but everyone in my office has it i think if you go to a walmart or to to um to like you know your your normal office park and everyone yeah maybe has an iphone but they're an iPhone six or an iPhone five uh, five or iPhone SE. They're not on the current generation because they're like, you know, this phone's pretty good and it wasn't that expensive, sort of thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I completely um, agree.
1: And the other thing about that is that technically the iPhone ten is like version one of what Apple's trying to do with the phone, and a lot of people won't want to experiment with the first first version
0: of of any type of product yes because face id the first year the flood illuminator and the ar or the ir camera is not going to work 100 percent. they Mm they on stage they had a little hiccup of using face id so i don't know how well face id is going to work i'm going to wait for for like all these reviewers to go out and and buy like what 10 phones and then and then say like this phone's garbage and and then i'll be like yeah why'd you spend a thousand dollars on it (laughs) yeah and what i'm wondering about face id is like if
1: it's like the whole flood illuminator is that going to blind you at night like how bright is that
0: was there any demo or anything of that? if there was a somewhat of demo it was more of a like an ad where they like showed it but it looked like it was like a it looked very pretty bright light bright to me in the video <laughs> i was i was very stunned i was like whoa like three in the morning i want to like go unlock my phone and be like oh i'm awake now (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly and that's the main reason why like okay like if
1: you buy an apple watch which automatically will unlock or keep your phone unlocked then this is not a problem of course but uh, for anyone that's using touch id one i think is really intuitive to have it on the home button so a lot of people are using it because of that it's just one touch and your phone's unlocked um and the main thing is like why didn't not just put it on the back of the phone. It's too Android like what's that? It's too Android like. Like
0: that's what Android is. It's already Android like it's it's a Galaxy S eight but doesn't look as good. <laughs> well that that's the problem. I feel like Apple used their gestures instead of putting like a home a virtual home button on the bottom because they were like, Well that that, that feels like too much like Android. Like I feel like everything around this phone was well that feels too much Android well we have to do it because the s8 is doing it and it's like well we already had all this thought out like what do we do now and they're just like let's make some compromises let's take touch id out let's put this ugly notch at the top i think that um i like the gestures that they did though
1: without having the home button it's it doesn't feel apple like because it's it's natural but it Obviously, a lot of people are going to get confused at first, um, especially if they've never used an iPhone before, and Apple's adding a lot of, um, like, the notification control and swiping down um, on the time or on the right side to open up different things. It's like, that's just not very beginner-friendly, and that doesn't seem very Apple-like the way they were traditionally, Uh, but what was I trying to get at? So...
0: I'm not sure where you're going <laughs> towards that. You're, oh, yeah. you're well, talking talking. I guess. What,
1: oh, yeah. So all I'm saying is they should have um, even even if with the way that did, did uh, gestures, they should have just included touch ID on the back in that case on the Apple logo, because uh, I don't think that's a
0: feature that that they should have removed. OK, so like 100 percent. So this is a hypothetical right now because I, I was kind of thinking about this today. I've never broken a phone screen. I've had phones break on me, but they're always under warranty. It's always something because of the manufacturer now if you buy an iPhone X 64 gigabytes that's a thousand dollars it comes out to probably like what another extra another extra hundred dollars so one thousand one hundred dollars with taxes Apple care price is two hundred dollars one hundred ninety nine dollars the replacement fee for a like broken iPhone X is ninety nine dollars and a screen replacement fee is twenty nine dollars are you gonna buy Apple the Apple Care for two hundred dollars for this phone, or would you just take a gamble on it? Yeah, after I win the lottery, I would totally do that. <laughs> but I, I feel like Apple Care is gonna become more prevalent now because everyone's like, it's a thousand dollars, and I need to have insurance on it now. Yeah, I mean, regardless, they're gonna
1: make a ton of money off this, and off Apple Care for sure.
0: I I feel like Apple should have. Offered some sort of like bundled discount where they they let you lease the phone for six fifty or wait the Apple program where you lease the phone from Apple you pay fifty bucks a month I'm sorry I'm reading right now if you pay fifty bucks a month you get Apple Care so that's like fifty five bucks a month and you get Apple Care that's a pretty good deal mm-hmm. and you get an upgrade every year and they say if you upgrade every year you're only paying about six hundred dollars worth of the phone so you're still four hundred dollars short of the or well, the phone. So if you're, if you, it's like leasing a car essentially. If you don't want to have that, that maintenance of the car and worry about like all of that, you just lease the car and you, you every year or every three years you get a new car. It's the same with the phone here. You lease the phone every year and get a new phone. I think Apple's program is going to become more prevalent. I feel like Apple's pushing the price up partly to get more people to go to their stores instead of going to like T-Mobile or something
1: yeah i think that makes sense um
0: yeah it's just like i'm, I'm like the phone's beautiful but would you, what would you buy it like if you were an apple ecosystem would you buy it
1: uh yes this is the phone that i personally would want if i was in the apple ecosystem i
0: would not want to get the iphone 8 I, I feel like I would want the iPhone 10, but then I would start looking at the price and then start like just like talking myself out of it. Just like in in my current situation, like that's,
1: I would justify it, but it's one of those things where like the MacBook Pro, for example, I paid almost three grand for it. Is it justified for every person? No, but like personally, I, I make kind of my own personal justifications. And one of them is just, I think, it has USB-C and it has like all these things that i need so a lot of people i think will do that the same thing with the iphone 10 it's like oh it looks cool and you know like they'll justify it somehow
0: yeah i think the only way i'd buy an iphone 10 and i am thinking about it a little bit is if i go trade in another phone and i can get two or three hundred dollars for that other phone
1: yeah, you need to kind of get some kind of discount where it's brought down to a quote-unquote normal price of like 800 something Yeah,
0: like, I'd, I'd feel more okay with that. Like, I bought a Pixel second-hand because I didn't want to pay the full Pixel price. I was like, that's too expensive for an Android phone. Yeah, and I'm kind of really upset about, like, Android phones or at
1: least, like, you could get a decent, like, Nexus device um, or, like, the, what's the, not Oppo, but um Huawei what's that company that OnePlus Yeah the OnePlus like you know get a decent phone for 100 bucks I kind of miss that um yeah but the iPhone has always
0: been like so at least 750 well uh, there was a Bloomberg I believe it was Bloomberg article that was talking about like the economics of phones for a little while there price was being driven down but all of a sudden prices are starting to trend upwards it's not it's not following a normal like commoditization of a of a of a, a product. Like laptops are like two hundred dollars now. You can buy a laptop two hundred bucks and be real great with it. Phones are just starting to be driven up in price for some odd reason. Well, you can still get a phone for two hundred dollars. Yes, but the the more like not the flagship ones. Obviously. Yeah, but for a little while there, those prices were dipping down. You see what I'm saying? Right. They were starting to trend down because they were competing. Do you think it's because of the new features, though? Like the whole edge-to-edge displays and dual cameras and all that? I I think a lot of it has to do with the the screen. That OLED technology, there's not a lot of OLED manufacturers out there. I think it's like Samsung and LG, literally the only ones. And they're commanding, like, I heard it's like $129 per display for, like, just cost per unit. And you got to make a 30 to 40% margin on a hardware product. So think about that 34 or 40% of a $129 product. So this phone is more expensive. These OLED screens are the problem. Yeah. No, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, Cause LCD is supposedly so commoditized that you can find anybody to make them and make them fairly well. And you can get them for like 10, $15 a unit and you can go and that's no problem. Yeah, but I understand why they picked it though, because if you're doing
1: um, that notch at the top, you kind of have to be able to, because uh, the OLED's the
0: one where you can turn the pixels off, right? Yes, get the, the black, black, black. Well, but that's yeah, the problem so. there. Uh, Apple kind of optimized their OLED screen to like get away from like the blackest blacks and the the brightest colors. They they made slight changes to OLED. I think it's called like True Tone. The True Tone technology is in there, but it's like a Super Retina display. They're calling it. Mm-hmm. it's well, It's on the software side right yeah everything apple announced that like was hardware i'm, I'm air quoting is hardware related their portrait mode everything's like software related camera upgrades are software related um the screen is software related so a lot of stuff is just software related mm-hmm. but they're like spinning it into a way that it's like Oh, our hardware is better and our stuff got better too because of it and they don't really say oh well our developers just figured out a way how to do it regarding the screen though like
1: i feel like and i feel like we're kind of just uh going off on a tangent here but uh like compared to the s8 like i was looking at just looking at videos of the, the iphone 10 is like the bezels kind of get me they're not it just
0: doesn't look as good in my opinion yeah like um, i just Nilay like pa- it looks like a knockoff S8. Yeah, sorry, uh, Neilai Patel from the Verge. He actually said the bezels were fairly big, and he, mm. I believe, he said that, um, or maybe it was, I think it was Neilai that said that they were fairly big, and, and I think someone compared it to the S8. The S8 curves that screen just slightly and hide the bezel below that that curve, so you can't tell that there's a bezel. The iPhone just like reinforce that bezel around there because it had to use that super strong screen that steel uh, steel steel bumper to like protect that glass
1: yeah but honestly like if you're making the whole back of the phone glass like is that really like is there really point to doing that
0: i don't know i I don't like the idea (laughs) of the glass backs i don't they're too slippery for me like i I like
1: that they're going like
0: with the chi charging though i like that they
1: uh, pick the standard like they're going off with the standard and they're not you know doing their own thing and it's only apple compatible and all that.
0: yeah they like open the floodgates to mophie and like all these yeah. uh, battery makers to be like hey we're doing this and then they also announced their their air power which i thought was kind of clever it like well it allows you to charge three different devices like a, a apple watch a, a airpods and um, a phone all in different voltages and all have them charging at their own rates without over charge or over over taxing one of them why didn't they call it apple juice <laughs> everybody on Should've twitter juice. everybody on twitter has been saying that
1: <laughs> yeah uh but yeah that, that, that's still nice though it's just the glass back i mean assuming it's gorilla glass or similar technology i think so it, even if you drop it it's you know might not crack or anything or it might not break at the very least but
0: uh, i don't know man yeah we'll have to see uh the iphone 8 comes out very soon in the next couple week or a week or two and then the iphone uh 10 uh pre-orders start october 27th and then the launch date is october 3rd so that's a thousand dollars for the base 64 gig model wireless charging starts
1: well, starts start shipping november 5th or something like that right
0: november 3rd the room so it has wireless charging, two, two dual uh, lenses, a telephoto, and a regular lens. One's a 1. 1.4 aperture, and the other one's, I believe, a 2.4 aperture. They're both image-stabilized. Um, there's no touch ID. The gestures are swipe up to get to the home screen, swipe halfway up and hold it to get the multitasking, swipe down from the right to get um, command center, and then swipe down from the left corner to get the... I believe it is. Uh, what is it? Notifications, and Face ID. Is supposedly, it's just supposed to work. Um, I think Apple has a lot of like problems there with like security and just having people like point your face at you, or point your phone at your face to unlock it. And I think the phone is, is a good phone. I do. You have any like last thoughts, Sonny, Like on this, I, I want to hear like last thoughts. What do you think of the whole Apple event? Like, was it interesting? Was it? Was it like not what you expected or? or or just you know, honestly, like, and this is coming from
1: someone who's, like, the Mac is really the only Apple product I use. Google fanboy. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> but like, even with that bias, um, so the, the, my really only issue was with the fact that they released iPhone eight. I was looking at that. I just like just made it give a face bomb. Like, I did not understand why they why they did that. Outside of that, everything that they were talking about, I'm like. Apple TV with 4K, all right, cool. Watch with LTE and it's not super overpriced, all right, cool. And then iPhone 10, really, couple issues there and it's expensive, but uh, I just love like kind of the trend that all these phone manufacturers are heading, and Apple's heading the, heading in the right direction. I don't think they're taking the right trail to that to that direction, but overall, like I think it, it's 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 a good looking phone it has it has a good screen it has good uh, cameras on both sides just touch id and price is really I, th- I think that's where the downfall is but yes overall i think it was a good event yeah I, and it was also at the steve jobs uh theater so yeah kind of like pay, paying homage to that
0: yeah I, I thought it was a really great event um it was a little bit of a letdown the first part of it where you kind of had all this just like like everybody was building up to that one last thing and that they did and they, they really did pay homage to Steve Jobs and, and his legacy, and that was very touching. You can even tell Steve um, Tim Cook was it was a little choked up in, in parts when he was talking about his friend. So it was a very, like, somber tone when, when they were talking about him. But I'm a little, like, worried. Where Where is Apple going to go next year? Because are they going to do an iPhone 9 and then... Is the iPhone X gonna become the iPhone Eleven, or like, what? What do you think? Like, I don't know what they're gonna do because I think they're gonna continue the Roman numerals, or just start calling it the iPhone. Yeah, I was about to say that they might just call it the iPhone. Do you think they bring yeah. Touch ID back if they can get it under the screen?
1: Yeah, I mean they're already working on it, so I think it was just the the, the fact that they were rushed that the that's the reason that they include Touch ID. But they're still going to keep supporting it, obviously, because of the iPhone 8 and the iPhone 7. And Face ID works with Touch ID compatible apps. Yes, so which is it's nice. It's like the same technology there. I don't think they're going to remove Touch ID because it's also Touch ID in like the MacBook Pro Touch Bar. Um, other things, I, I I'm not sure, but... Uh, there's the iPad also like I don't think they're going to remove it completely. Yeah.
0: I oh, well, I'm curious wonder what they're going to do with the iPad. I wonder if they're going to do a bezel-less design for the iPad soon. <laughs> it can't be fully be- bezel-less cuz you have to hold it. I don't know the iPad Pro you could totally have a non bezel display.
1: I get. you I just know. have to have software we'll
0: optimization see. to understand what is a touch and what is you holding it. Right. And and phones can do it so it'd just be interesting I mean
1: that's 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 where it's super exciting though like uh, I want to see what happens because like for all these years honestly I didn't really follow phone tech because every phone's the same and every it's just, it's just the same thing over and over yeah. so I'm just super excited
0: to see where this goes totally um, this is just the special edition of the Digital Bounds podcast guys so if you want to rate us on iTunes leave us six stars we're digitalbounds.com Digital Bounds on Twitter Facebook Instagram Snapchat and if you guys want to check out um, Bite sized Gadget Reviews and News, check out Gadget Smart. That's gadgetsm.art. I'm running it solely. It's just a newsletter and a podcast through Anchor. And I'd appreciate it if you guys subscribe. We're going to try to get back on our schedule. This is just a special edition. And we really appreciate you guys listening. Do you have anything else, any Any news or comments you want to make? Nope. Just tired. So sorry for the blabbering that I did. I have no problem. I'm tired too. and. <laughs> and uh allergies are kicking my butt so <laughs> um
1: and uh thoughts go out to anyone uh, in florida or surrounding states
0: for Irma. yes very very true um th- that's the devastation in the key west is is terrible down there yeah all right uh thanks guys for listening and uh we'll see you guys later bye